Last week, I shared with you a message that I've entitled Stay Focused. And we spoke about the fact that we must move from just looking to seeing things or having a vision within us. And we said that to see is to perceive with the eye or discern within us visually. And to look is to gaze at things. And we spoke about Jacob, who through wisdom was able to have many flock from his uncle, where he constructed an object for the animals to look at. So that if they are able to see those things or have a vision of what they are seeing, it will create within them something that will go into their DNA. And the Bible says that when Jacob did these things, the animals began to give birth to the things that they saw. And then we said that if we are able to see we will do much more greater things. For we are a product of the environment upon which we live. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, the vision we create in our minds tends to mold us. The psalmist said, open my eyes that I may see the wondrous things in the kingdom. Today I want to go further on these things because last week we also said that if we have a vision and we can cause those vision into reality or we can create or bring that vision into reality, there are some things we need to do. There are some steps which we must follow. And we may not talk about all the steps, but, and these steps does not go chronologically. It could be in any form, but we must take note of some of these things because it, it indicates or it helps us to achieve the things that we have placed within us or we have envisioned in us. In Mark chapter 11, verse 24, last week we read, Jesus said that whatsoever things we desire or we envision, whatsoever things we desire, when we pray, we should believe that we have it and we shall receive it. And we said that for us to acquire some of these things or the things that we look at or we see, we must first desire something within us. And I throw a question to you to say that what is it that you have envisioned? What is in your heart? What is in you? Or what is your desire? Jesus said when we desire something, we must do what? Pray. It is one thing desiring it and there's another thing praying. And you just don't pray and leave it there. But what do you do? You have to believe. Praise the Lord. 
We need to pray because Proverbs chapter 3, 37, 45 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. And then commit thy way unto him, and he will bring it to pass. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Today I need to go further from where we ended last week. And the next thing we must take note of regarding the things that we place within us is to have a plan. There is a saying that failing to plan means planning to fail. If you fail to plan, it means you are planning to fail. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. It says that for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. Which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. We just don't move forward to do things because you desire it. There must be a plan. And what plan do you have in place, a child of God? What plan do you have in place? You that are, you, you are listening to me. You've prayed, yes. You have fasted, yes. You have desired, yes. You have believing, yes. But do you have a plan? When God gives you a million dollars today, is there any plan that you have laid down upon which you are going to spend this money? Hallelujah. Failing to plan means planning to fail. So many people have acquired a lot of money. And because they fail to plan, today they have nothing. And if we have to plan, there must be an achievable goal set that we have in place. If there is a goal or a desire, don't desire something that you know you yourself, you may not be able to handle it. Because someone has it does not mean that you have to get it by all means. Praise the Lord. Because your neighbor has it does not mean that you have to get something that will exceed what your neighbor has. So that it becomes a competition. And when you get it, then you realize that you've wasted too much time on those things. Praise the Lord. The next thing I need to talk about regarding desires in our heart. We must also note that if we can achieve something well and make God proud of us, then we also need to take advice, seek advice. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 22 from the NIV Bible, it says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advices they succeed. The New King James Bible says, without counsel, plans go awry. But in the multitude of counselors, 
they are established. When you acquire counsel, when you acquire advice, then what you have, you'll be able to, to navigate yourself through the difficult areas in life that you are finding yourself. There is this story in the Bible in 1 Kings chapter 12 about this king called King Rehoboam. King Rehoboam's father's name was um, Solomon. And the Bible says that when King Rehoboam came on the throne, the people that he was ruling came to him and said to him that, Oh king, please do us a favor. The, the, the tax that your father gave to us is too much for us. And so we want you to uh, um, lessen it a little bit for us so that we, we can be able to do what we have to do. And so Rehoboam said to these people that, give me three days and I'll come back with a result for thee or for you. And this king went and he consulted the adults, the grown-ups, people with wisdom. And he went to them and the people said to Rehoboam that Rehoboam, it will be a good thing for you to lessen the, the tax that these people have. Make it much lesser for them so that they can do the work. After Rehoboam had finished with these wise men, he went to the people of his age, his peers, his group, his, his friends. And the Bible says that he asked them about the same questions. And the friends said to Rehoboam that don't listen to them, the wise men. Instead, make their work difficult. If their father said to make it fall, make it much difficult. The Bible says that King Rehoboam took the advice of the peers. And when he presented the advice to them, the people rejected him. And there, King Rehoboam lost a whole set of the kingdom that he was ruling. And it is from this that the kingdom became divided, even though God had um, prophesied that that is how it, it was going to be. But King Rehoboam did not take a good advice. A question I want to ask to you today is, who do you take counsel from? It is good that we take counsel. It is good that we take advices. But who do you go for an advice? In 1 Kings chapter, chapter 12, verse 8 says, But he rejected the advice which the elders had given him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. And he said to them, What advice do you give? How should I answer the people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? Then the, yo ten. Then the young men who had, Grown up with him, spoke to him, saying, Thus you should speak to the people who have spoken to you, saying, Your father made your yoke heavy, but you make it lighter on us. Thus you shall say to them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's waist. And now, whereas my father put a heavy yoke on you, I will add to you, to your yoke, my father's chastise you with whips, but I will chastise with, with scotches. He did not even listen and made it worse. People, we need advice. We are where we are today because of 
some various advices that we have had. Many people have failed in life because of the advice they took from wrong people. If you need to take advice, ensure that you go to the right person that has the right counsel to give to you. If you want someone to make a clothing for you or if you need an advice on a clothing, you don't go to a carpenter to help you how to sew. You have to seek someone that has an idea about clothing. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. The same Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5 and 6. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wisdom, for by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. By wise counsel. If the Bible says by wise counsel, then it means that it is not every counsel that is wise. But if you are able to acquire wise counsel, you'll be able to wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Listen to counsel or listen to advice and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Proverbs chapter 29 verse Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20. Listen to counsel. People who think they know too much always fall in ditch. They always fall in the ditch. Why? Because they know they, they know too much. And when a counsel is given to them, they just throw it off. The counsel you receive today will be who you are going to be tomorrow. The, the Bible says that we should listen to counsel and receive instruction that we may be wise in our latter days. In our latter days. We counsel our children today because we want their latter days to be better. But when the children begin to forsake the counsel we give to them now, their latter days will not be that good. So listen to counsel and receive instruction people of God, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. If there is a greater counsel that a church can take from, it's from the scriptures. The Bible is one of the greatest books that mankind has ever had. If there is any wisdom we can have on earth, if there is a place we can achieve much wisdom, then we need to get into the Bible. For within it, it will shape us and it will make us successful. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. This book of the law, this book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but we or you shall should meditate upon it day and night 
day and night, the book of the law. Take counsel from the book of the law, day and night, that you may observe to do, move by the counsel that you have taken, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. If there is any desire that you have had in you, you need counsel. You need counsel. We need counsel. The next thing I want to talk about is time. It is time. It is time. The church today does not put importance on time. Many people disregard time. But there is a, it is a great asset when it comes to success. When we spend time, once it is spent, you cannot go back to retrieve it. Once it is gone, there is no way you can go back and take it. Please, if we can respect time as money, then we'll be able to know how best we will use it. But if we disregard time, we are just misusing money. Let's say, for example, we are, before that, please understand that we are all given 24 hours in a day. Every one of us in anywhere of the world. We all have 24 hours in a day, no matter who you are, whether you are rich, you are poor, you, wherever, wherever you live, 24 hours in a day. And within this 24 hours, some people are able to use this time so well that they are able to acquire wealth within that time. But as we talk about people using the time to acquire wealth, others are misusing the same time anyhow. If, for example, we are all giving $24 in a day and we are asked to use the 24 hours, if you don't use the 24 hours or dollars, the $24, it will be taken from you. So just imagine when you wake up and you don't use your time, the money is taken from you. The next minute, the money is taken from you. You are sleeping all day. The money is taken from you. All you do is to sit down and watch TV. The money, you are not putting any effort in it. So whilst you misuse the time, the money is taken from you. By the time you realize, the whole day will be gone and people may not have anything in their hands. But those that are able to know that time is money, First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. The Bible says that the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were of their command. Was at their command. These people understood timing. They understood timing. And they knew how Israel would be, because they understood timing, they, they planned according to it. 
Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, it says that, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. The 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The uh, um, English Standard Version says, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Making the best use of the time. When it comes to serving Christ or serving God, we play with time anyhow. And let me tell you, God will never use a lazy person. God will never use a lazy person. God will never use a lazy person. Because the thing that he's going to entrust in you is from his blood. And so if you're going to be lazy, the Lord will never use you. Hallelujah. We must know that time is important, please. Time is important. Time is money, they say. Praise the Lord. The next thing I need to talk to you about is we must be steadfast. You must be steadfast. When you have the desire, the vision in you, you must stay focused and be steadfast. Don't abandon your goals when the going becomes difficult. Mark chapter 5 talks about a woman with an issue of blood. The Bible says that she came behind the crowd and she said to herself, that if I will touch the hem of his garment, I will be saved. I will be healed. That was his, her desire. That was her prayer. That if I would do that, I will be healed. And so the Bible says, I don't know how she did it, but somehow it wasn't an easy thing to do. Because the people were so crowded and she was so weak. But Bible says that the desire within her was to move forward and touch the hem of Jesus' garment. And so whilst people were throwing her off board, people were casting her away. She was so low amongst them, fighting her way through the crowd, only to get to the place where she can touch the hem of Jesus' garment. There are some times when the goals that we have set before us become difficult. A detour may be needed. But that does not mean that we should get away from the vision. We must stay focused. When a pilot is flying to my hometown and after they have laid down their plan, and they know that we are going to the west. And they encounter a turbulence on the way. These pilots will not return to where they came from. Rather, they will maneuver the plane from the turbulence. They will take a detour. And then come back to the path that they have laid down. The flight plan. So people, sometimes the plans that we have, the, the goals that we have, become very difficult as we pursue them. Uh, sometimes we may, it might seem as if everything is lost, but I want to encourage you that this is the moment that you sit down, think about what is going on, make a detour, but don't take your eyes from the target and come back on it. 
You tried once, it did not work. Try it again. You tried twice, it did not work. Try it again. Planes started flying not just because of one flight they took, but it was from different failures that they, they went through. But one of them happened to have uh, work. So when you do it and you fail, it does not mean that the, 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 the going or, or the goal is ended. That does not cut off the vision. That does not cut off the goal. That does not cut off the desire. Rather pursue it. Rather move forward. Stay steadfast. Push yourself through. If there's a detour, make it. And you will you go through. Many people have failed in life. But those people that have become successful, when you ask them questions, they will tell you that one way or the other, as they pursue this journey, they fell somewhere. But that did not push them away. There are people going to the moon today. They are going to the space today. There have been so many accidents as they tried it. But that has not changed their vision. They still continue to pursue this objective. And so people, when you have a desire, sometimes it becomes difficult, but hold on to the God whom you serve. If you have believed, if you have desired, if you have prayed, if you have believed, if you have a plan, if you have taken a, 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 a counsel and the going has become difficult, hold on and keep pushing. For surely you will end up well. Surely you will end up well. Have this attitude in life that the show must always go on. Get that attitude in life that the show must go on. Finally, keep your eyes on the target. Be focused on the target. Habakkuk said, and I read. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 to 4. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write a vision and make it plain on table, on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him. But the just shall live by faith. But the just shall live by faith. But the just shall live by what they see. I want you to see beyond appearance as God sees things. See beyond appearance into substance. People may think that it is not what it is, but within you, God has a plan for it. Let faith hold you. Let faith guide you and stay focused. For one day as I speak, a year today, you will testify because you stayed focused. May the Lord bless you. May God enrich you with his word. May the spirit of God direct you that whatever you touch will be a blessing. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen.